Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis, and here we are again for another great boardroom chat. Actually, Jesse, this is number 70. 70 of them? Of our boardroom chats. S that's 70 weeks. 70 Praise weeks. Praise God, what a blessing to God. Sounds biblical. Yes, hallelujah, <laughs> yes. Hallelujah, maybe the end time, maybe Jesus is coming before well, we do 71. That's okay with me. <laughs> what a blessing of the Lord. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you're enjoying these things because we do all these things with you in mind. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, we've been running today. I mean, just running. Kathy's been up since 3.30 this morning. And my God, I, was, I got up with her just a little bit, went back you to bed, probably, but not long. probably tell. Yeah, we had so much to do. But you know what? When it's time for boardroom chats, everything has to go be put aside, and we got to do these things. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, I want to talk about something, and Kathy just found out about it maybe more than a minute ago, is how do you react when everything's going wrong? How do you react when everybody tells you you can't? How do you react when they won't listen? Did you get a revelation on that? <laughs> I don't, about know, me, I don't know what you're about talking me. about. Well, listen, no, you also, I don't listen. I'm still believing. You're still believing, praise the Lord. That's good. <laughs> the Apostle Paul was a phenomenal man, and it just he just didn't care what the world said. But he gave a warning to a man. He was going to Rome to be tried before Caesar in the book of Acts, and, uh, he, and he was a man of God. He perceived that something would go wrong. And I want to read this, Acts chapter 27, Kathy. I mean, and uh, Paul had been, uh, and at verse 1, you can go all the way through it, but I want to get to verse 10. He's talking to the centurion, he says this, and said to them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading and ship, but also of our lives. In other mm -hmm. words, he got a word from God, don't get on this ship. In other right. words, but he, now he can't stop it because he's a prisoner. Right. But he's telling the centurion. Look what verse 11 says. Nevertheless, nevertheless. have you ever had a nevertheless in your life? Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, many oh, times. Yes. Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to tell you something. Say what I'm saying? Let me tell you, when a man of God or a woman of God tells you something, I don't care what happens. When you know that there are people of God, you better listen. That was a warning to the master and to the owner. And to the centurion. Right. But you know, naturally, they said, well, we're going to believe a prisoner. Well, we're going to believe a, they called him a slave. You know, we, we, we're not going to do that. And yet he was a Roman citizen. Mm -hmm. But when you understand that, see, that's why we have so many complications in life. People just won't listen, Kathy. Yet Isaiah 119 said, if you be willing and obedient, mm -hmm. just listen, you'll eat the good of the land in every area, spiritually, physically, and financially. Now, I want to go to verse, uh, uh, let's go to verse um, Verse 18. Okay. I understand it because I've been in, out in the Gulf of Mexico doing hurricanes. And then, my God, I want to tell you something. If you don't believe in tongues, you're going to speak in tongues when the big waves hit you. <laughs> and that was a long time that ago. That was a long you time ago. How old were you then? I was uh, 18, 17. So it must have 18. made a big impression. It you sure still did. remembered it. <laughs> in verse 18, and we being exceedingly tossed with the tempest, the next day they lightened the ship, which means when they're throwing the money away, when they throw in the cargo away, you know it's bad because that's how they make their money. Mm -hmm. By the cargo. Now they lighten the ship. Watch this. And, uh, and the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. Mm -hmm. Now watch verse 20. When neither sun nor stars in many days appeared and no small tempest lay on us. I want to get to this point. All hope that we should be saved was then taken away. Mm. Now, Kathy, before I get to where I want to go, I want you to read verse 10 in the uh, Amplified or Message, whichever one you want, and then go to verse 18. I want to read that first. Go ahead. 
Okay, uh, well, I have the Amplified here or the, the Passion Translation. Well, which, here, which, which one? Which one I'll start like? with the Amplified. Verse 10? Yes. Verse 10 says, saying, Sirs, I perceive after careful observation that this voyage, voyage will be attended with disaster and much heavy loss, not only of the cargo and the ship, but of our lives also. Okay, what does the Passion say? Passion in verse 10 says, Men, I can see that our voyage would be disastrous for us and bring great loss, not only to our ship and cargo, but also to our own lives. We should remain here. Okay, now read verse 11. In the uh, Amplified. Okay, the Amplified verse 11 says, However, the centurion paid greater attention to the pilot and the, to the owner of the ship than to what Paul said. Okay, now what does Passion say? Passion says in verse 11, But the officer in charge was persuaded more by the ship's helps, ship's helps, helps, helmsman, <laughs> helmsman excuse me, That's right. uh, and captain than he was by Paul. Now, see, the reason why I made it say this over, I want you to get this picture in your mind. Can you now see it? Paul is pleading and giving them a word from God, and they won't accept it because they were they're more concerned about the money they're going to make. Right. Or and, and maybe not even concerned about their lives. I, I don't know if the owner was on the ship. Maybe he just sent the ship out. Now, Kathy, would you read verse 18? Verse 18 in, in the e Amplified. 18 in the Amplified says, As we were being dangerously tossed about by the violence of the storm, the next day they began to throw the freight overboard. <laughs> now, let me just stop. That's throwing the money away. That's the cargo. That's the cargo. Now, but they, they go on, on these trips to sell cargo. Which he warned them that that was going to happen. All right. You read and verse 19. Verse 19, and, and says, And the third day they threw out their own with their own hands the ship's equipment, the tackle, and the furniture. Okay, read verse 20. 20 uh, in the Amplified says, And when neither sun nor stars were visible for many days, and no small tempests kept raging about us, all hope of our being saved was finally abandoned. Now read the Passion Translation. I, say, I want, to, I want you to get this in verse 18. 18. The next day, because of being battered, by severely, battered severely by the storm, the sailors jettisoned the cargo. Okay. And by the third day, they even threw the ship's tackle and rigging overboard. Okay, verse 20. After 20. many days seeing neither sun nor the stores, and with the violent storm continuing to rage against us, all hope of ever getting through it alive was abandoned. Okay, that's what, I, now I've got this in your mind. This is bad. This is a man of God is saying, listen, listen to me. You say, no, we're not going to listen to you. We're going to listen to the world. Mm -hmm. See, the whole world is now, there are a lot of people, the media is listening to the world. They think the church is much of nothing. Right. Yeah, and a lot of people are walking away from God, but you're about ready to get on a ship that's going to hit a storm like you ain't never seen before in your life. Right. Now watch this. What do you say in the midst of all this junk? Paul could have said, I told you so, you stupid dog. <laughs> you know, I told you, you dumb idiot, you know, which probably he may have felt like it. He did not say that at all. He had been praying and fasting, and I love what he says. In verse 25, and this is what you should say in all the storms of life, whether they be spiritual, physical, or financial. He says, wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. Now, how can you be of good cheer in the water? All the money's lost. The ship's broke up. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God mm -hmm. that it shall be even as it was told me. Now, he's prophesying. Right. It shall be even yeah, I, as it was told me. Right. Wherefore, sirs, I believe God. Now, would you read verse 25 in the Amplified and also the Passion? 
Okay, 25 in the Amplified says, uh, Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be even as it was told me. Passion. Uh, it says, So men, keep up your courage. I know that God will protect you, just as he told me he would. All right. Wherefore, sirs, I believe God. I'm going to bring up an instance. About three or four years ago, I was attacked ferociously by the media saying that I own four jets. Remember that? I, I mean, I mean, I had Inside Edition at me. I had uh, Good Morning America, all the different things. And I, even Christian people went, oh, God, but Jesse, you want to come somewhere and hide? I don't hide. Hide. You living in a dream world? Why? Because I had heard the voice of the Lord. I had prayed about that. And I said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? And he said, you will kill it with joy. And I did. In other words, I believed God's word over their word. Now, I mean, I've had more trouble than you can shake a stick at through 45 years of preaching this gospel. Because, you know, I'm going to tell you something. One of the faith, the facts I, I just did not too long ago, said Jesus said, they, they hate you is because they hated me. You see, when I realize something, no matter what happens in my life, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial, wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. You can't lose your joy if you understand the fruit of the Spirit. You may lose your happiness. That's an emotional feeling. But joy will replace that. For I believe God. What made that man say, I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care what you're going through. Just be of good cheer. You're going to believe God. So let's say you got stage four cancer. They say you're going to die. I don't deny that. I don't deny that storm and tempest. But what does Jesus said? By his stripes ye were healed. Not I might, maybe so were. Now you're going to always get a bunch of people saying, uh, but you know, what are you believing? Are you willing to say this? For wherefore, sirs, I believe God, even as it was told me, what was told you? That by Jesus' stripes you were healed. Watch this. Some of you say, yeah, but supposing you die, you still get healed. Mm -hmm. You still get them healed. That's not the issue. You're going to get healed anyway. Right. You just want to make a complete fool of the devil. That's what you need to do so you can stay alive until you are ready to go. That's right. See, and, and we've had challenges all the time in this ministry. You know, and, but I'm going to tell you something. What keeps you that? I believe God. And it takes faith to believe God. It does. And I mean, how many times, every time you go on and do your, uh, the Bible study there for the people or you do glorious moments on our broadcast television, you got to believe God that they're going to listen to what you said. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, the reason why people are in so much trouble is because of one word called disobedience. But if you just take the dis off, the D-I-S, the three little letters, it becomes obedience. Right. If you take compromise and knock off the C-O-M, yeah. it becomes promise. Right. <laughs> obedience and promise. You know, you I, love, I love the fact that in the middle of this gigantic storm, which, which went on for days, I think it was like a 14-day storm, and it, about the, it was like a 14th day when he started telling them this. But he had been telling them some things, and it was wonderful that he spoke up, and he kept speaking up. Amen. Even though people tried to shoot him down, he, he continued to proclaim the message that God had given him. And then in verse 22, we just read 25, but verse, verse 22 is, is where it all hinges on, and I'll read it on the Passion Bible, because it says, now listen to me. You're still talking to these people who didn't want to listen. Uh, earlier. Uh -huh. Don't be depressed for no one will perish. Only the ship will be lost for God's angel visited me last night. The angel of my God and the God I passionately serve. He came and stood in front of me and said, don't be afraid, Paul. You are destined to stand at trial Ooh. before Caesar. And because of God's favor on you, he has given you the lives of everyone who is sailing <laughs> with you. Kathy, I, I got it. This is so funny. 
you would think most people say, the ship's going to stay together, man. Everything's going to fine. We're going to make it to the beach with the ship. He said, no, get ready, son. Grab a board. The ship's breaking up. Oh, Jesus, well, we don't want to hear that. Well, that's because they didn't listen to the first time that he gave correct. him advice. And so they began their journey. What you sow is what you reap. So he was, he was at a different stage at this point. They refused to listen right. in the beginning, but, and they sailed anyway, and they lost the cargo. Yeah, they lost the tackling. Lost the money, everything. But God appeared to Paul because he's still seeking God for. Well, Satan still wasn't. He was doing everything. He said, well, if I can get him in the deep, uh-huh. if I can get him, I'm going to drown him. But he couldn't drown him. But Paul was destined to go Ooh, before Caesar. He had this. to speak the message of God before Rome, which was the biggest government Amen. of that day. But you watch it. He gets on the beach, and he picks up some firewood and a snake bites it. And <laughs> watch it. They didn't went through all this. Everything you said has come to pass. They the went, the oh, enemy is not lazy. That's no, for no. sure. Oh, man. You know, he made it to the beach, but he's going to die. Uh-huh. And what did Paul do? He shook, shook it the off. Snake. Shook it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. That's <laughs> yeah. the word for today. Shake, yeah, shake it, off. it off. Glory <laughs> to God. That's what I'm talking. But the don't I'm give up about. on your saying and your believing and seeking God for mm. whatever mm. situation you may be going to. You may feel like you're tossed like Paul was that day. You may feel like you've had suffered some loss, but yeah. don't give up and don't. And you know what? God has strategically positioned you right where you are, not just for the saving of your life, or you, but it's for your family, your household, maybe your whole business. That day, Paul rescued 276 other souls Amen. On, that were t- saved on that ship that day because he said, I believe God just That's as it was key. told me. You know, God has told us lots of things in his word, and it's our responsibility to believe it and declare it. And when we do, other lives are being Amen. rescued. Well, the key to this whole boardroom chat today is, is to believe God. Yeah, and shake off the doubt of the you devil, see, shake off the wrong messages, and keep moving forward. Let me just say, the reason why some of you people are having financial trouble, now listen to me, you, some of you are going to get mad about this, because you don't believe in prosperity. God wants to bless you. You're not, listen, trust you. God trusts you. Why can't you trust yourself not to get greedy? Think about that. That's the reason why some of you say, well, you just never know what God's going to do, is because you have not meditated and read this Bible. You yeah. may have read it, but it's just like a daily obligation, a chapter or a verse. But when you know in whom you have believed and you're persuaded. Now, you go all the way back to Abraham. When he couldn't have a child, it didn't make, I mean, it was impossible. His wife, 90 years old, he said, I considered not, I staggered not, and, and I was fully, fully persuaded. persuaded. What was he saying? Wherefore, sirs, I, I believe God. God, what else shall die told me right. through Sarah will all the nations of the world yeah. be blessed. So Paul was following Abraham's example. And That's Abraham right. followed God, who That's is right. a God who calls those things that be, be not, not as though they were. And so Paul looked at those non-existent things, and he says he declared life. Kathy, that's why in rescued. 45 years of preaching, I've never had a financial deficit. Never. That's unheard of. You won't find many ministries like that, and I'm not bragging about that. How did you do it? Wherefore, sirs, I believe God. I saw an example. Jesus he, he had 12 full-time people on his staff, and he fed them plus their families. Mm-hmm. He had 70 part-time. He just walked out and preached the gospel. And I said, if he doesn't have a financial deficit, then I'm not. And people got mad at me. But I just believe what he said. Mm-hmm. He said, it's my father in me that doeth the work. Right. So and He said he would bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless you going in, bless you going. But you can quote that till you turn uh, extreme green. 
It won't happen till you believe well, not it. Not only did Jesus not have a deficit, the 12 that he sent out, the 70 That's that right. he sent out had no lack. He says, when I sent you out without purse, without what, what, money, what did script, he, script whatever those things were that they said. And he says, lacked you anything? He asked them he when said, they came back. Him? Yeah. And then because they came back excited that he, they said, even the devils are subject to our name. And Jesus when I say the yeah. name of Jesus, yeah. right? He said, well, you, yeah. don't, you don't get excited because of that. Yeah, yeah. You get excited about what I say. Yeah, that's right. You see, why did Jesus, why didn't Jesus fail? Let's just make it easy. Well, he was God. Well, he called himself the Son of Man. He was in the flesh just like me and you because he believed, believed God. God, his Father. Mm -hmm. are, are we getting to you today? Are you listening to me? And I really think you really need this because you're going through so many tough times. But tough times don't last. Tough people do. Amen. I had an old Texas gentleman told me that, and I've never forgot that. Uh -huh. So I made up my mind. When I think I can't do something, I quit thinking that. Mm -hmm. When the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. So and since you know I'm going to think anyway, I might as well think that I can. That's right. And it's good to prepare ahead of time. Amen. What you're going to say should an attack come. Right. Be prepared. It's like... Yeah. Preparation is, is the yeah. most important. Preparation thing. is far it's far more important than implementation. Mm -hmm. You can't implement what you hadn't prepared for. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm trying to say? So when you understand that, you'll understand Paul in the midst of the worst thing ever happening to him. He's in the deep. And he says, the ship's breaking up. But grab a board, boys. If you stick with me, you're going to make it. Right. And they did. Then the snake bit him. Everything, it didn't make no difference to Paul. Why? Because he knew what God said. Mm -hmm. And they said, be of good cheer about it. See, that's the thing. That, that tells you that Paul really believed. Y'all just be a good cheer. Yeah. Why? Because God can't lie. Right. And you can't give up, Jesse. Yeah. I mean, this was 14 days that he was going oh. through this storm. He had every opportunity to give up. But he was not in charge of his own life in no. that way because he was actually shackled to another man. He was that's a correct. prisoner. And he didn't have a say in where he went. But even though he was... In that situation, he was the one who rescued the whole the whole boat. Well, you know, people. if you read on, you he didn't say I. I no, he said if you'd listen to me, you wouldn't. Lie. He was actually more concerned reminding them for the owner and 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 the people, so you wouldn't lose your money. Mm -hmm. I was trying to help you, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. When I stand, oh, I'm gonna get somebody mad about this. When I stand on the word of God and tell people to give, it's not that I need anything. No, no, I don't need nothing. But I have the anointing of increase on me. Don't get mad at me. It ain't my fault. Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get well. So when I tell people to give, it's not so I can get something from you. For God's sake, listen to me. I'm trying to get something to you. I'm trying to get your house paid off. I'm trying to get your car paid off. I'm trying to get you out of debt. I'm trying. I, I could do it if you quit trying to shut me down on that. Because God told me, go preach this gospel to every creature. Use every available outlet. That's what we're doing. 24-7, seven, seven days a week. So when I tell people you're dying and going, you're a sinner. I'm trying to get you saved so, so you don't go to hell. Well, I don't believe in it. That don't make no difference. You don't believe in it. It's still true. You can say this. Well, I'm going to eat 12 donuts a day and I'm not gaining any weight. Your mama, you're going to gain some weight. You understand common Back sense? Back on the weight question. Yeah. <laughs> she hates uh, that weight stuff. There's some subjects I wonder, we can I wonder avoid. why. But anyway, why do you get so nervous about weight? I'm not nervous. Yes, you are nervous. No, Let at, me help I'm you. I'm at peace. I'm going to say, wherefore, Kathy, be a good cheer. I don't care how much 
what you gain, I married you for life, and that's the way it is. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Let me make Simon Cross on that prayer. That didn't impress her at no, all, did she? I'm Praise. not talking about my weight. I'm worried about your weight. Well, what about mine? Praise <laughs> God. Oh, here we go. Praise no, God. we're just playing. So when you understand, <laughs> when you understand that you say these things, not when everything's right, when everything's wrong. Mm-hmm. See, that's why... People get mad about prosperity because they got wrong in their life. And God's trying to get them right. You can't have what you preach against. You know, it's amazing. God, God trusts you. When will you trust yourself? See what I'm saying? When will you do that? You say, wait a minute. I'm going to believe the word of God no matter Like we say in South Louisiana, come hell or high water. We had Hurricane Katrina. So we had hell and we had high water. A lot of it. But not we made up our my, not in my place. Now, you, but in the I, you area. Know, talking about that, you remember that? People got so mad at me, preachers in this area, because when Katrina was just more than maybe 50, 70 miles off of the uh, New Orleans, uh, coming into New Orleans, we went around, we, had, we, had, we, had, we laid our hands on the oak trees, on everything, and they said, Oh, yeah, uh, I, 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 I bet your father went, everybody else get destroyed, and you don't, but in a bad way. Hmm. I, all I was doing is doing what God told me to do, to draw the bloodline. And sure enough, ladies and gentlemen, there is a fire station that's not 100 yards from this television studio that I'm at right now. The wind was so strong, it sucked the brick off the wall. We didn't have any damage. Mm-hmm. We had one little wall, brick wall, that went down because Kathy hated it from the day I put it up. So the Lord said, let's help Kathy out. <laughs> and and we used the brick to make a little step, a little pavement, a little Yes, so that's thing. exactly what we didn't lose anything mm-hmm. whatsoever at all. That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to say what he says, and I don't care how bad he gets. Now, I, you, well, I wouldn't say that, but just because bad stuff will happen. Well, tough times don't last, tough people do. No, I mean, I'm not believe, I'm not saying, okay, that would give me your best shot. I'm not saying that. No, I don't enjoy going through bad things, but I'm going to say what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say what he said. And they were killing him, and he said, you kill me, I'll be back in three days. Right. And he was. Why did he say that? Because he believed his father. Same thing. He tried to get Jerusalem to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Old Jerusalem. If, <laughs> my God, let me help you. And yet still, they would not. This is for you today, ladies and gentlemen. If you'll stand on God's word, you'll get blessed today spiritually, physically, financially. I'm telling you, it will come to pass. And no matter how bad it gets, well, we lost our house. Well, how about get a brand new one you never had before with double the square footage? Right. All of, what, I don't know, whatever you like. It doesn't make any difference to me. It's just whatever you like. You know what I'm saying? And I was proud of every home I've ever lived in. My first home was 900, I think 10 or 960 square feet total, 910 living. That we bought. That we bought. Before that, it was a smaller place. Oh, God. One bedroom apartment. One bedroom, but we didn't own that. That was your mom's. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. And you know what? And I, I was just proud of that as I am the beautiful home that I'm living in today. Of course. And I make no excuse for the blessing of God. And yet, you're going to believe some of that junk that people say out there. Oh, I tell you what, he's taking your money. I ain't taking your money. I'm trying to get something to you. Yes, I will receive an offering if you sow a seed. Why? Because you can get this anointing of increase. I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. I told this to a preacher the other day. I said, you know, if, if I was the only one that was being blessed about what I preach, then it would be heresy, Kathy, because they would make God a respecter of person. 
Right. But how many times you've heard me say that? How many times I said, Lord, you got to take this anointing of increase and put it on other people. He said, I've been trying that since I created mankind. Oh, well, we get testimonies but all the time I'm about but that. But they Jesse. would not. People but now there's some blessed. people saying, wait a minute. I, I've been telling this man, no, no, no. I'm not bragging him. I said, I'm going to start believing it. And all of a sudden, boom, they're out of debt. How many people have come to Covenant Church? I mean, couldn't buy a, a McDonald's small cheeseburger. Broke as a junkyard dog. And today got a new home, new car, doing a lot of them debt-free. Some of them going so fast to being debt-free. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's what we're saying here today. Right. You want to read some testimonies? I was or looking something? through here to see one that may have dealt exactly with what you were talking about. I don't know. I hadn't about. even looked at this, these. This one, um, this one from Stephanie says, I listen to JDM every day and night. My soul is prospering. I'm believing God for $2 million. <laughs> I told him I'd give $1 million to JDM <laughs> because he's a soul winner. And Praise I want to bless Lord. others. Well, that's, that's a wonderful. blessing. Of Thank you, Steph. My, 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 and, and that's nothing wrong. I know some people criticize that. But you know what? You don't. Maybe you don't know what Stephanie wants. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't know what she's believing for. Now, I didn't know. I, I didn't know she was going to want to give us a million dollars. I'm not going to take it. When you give the well, mission, we don't, we don't take it. Souls. That's God's word. But, you know, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. Mm -hmm. I've said this before in some boardroom chats. I love to lay my hands on people, pray for them. Why? Because I'm sowing healing. And guess what I get? Health. Right. I get the byproduct of it. I get the harvest off the healing, right. the health. You see, that's what I'm saying here. Wherefore, sirs, I believe God. Amen. Okay, let's get to the family. Maybe you got some of the worst kids that <laughs> mankind has ever seen. Your kid, you do everything. Oh, God, them kids. It's just their tough luck. They were born to you. They're going to get saved whether they like it or not, if you'll believe the promise over the problem. Yeah, and, you know, you can't give up just because the storm's raging. Yes. Paul was in a, a physical storm. I was a storm for my mama. But there may be a spiritual storm that you're dealing with where yeah. it's, you know, your family, as far as my your My mama mother, said but. I was the biggest heathen she ever <laughs> met in her life. But I was a problem. But her promise was far greater than the problem. Mm -hmm. She believed the promise over the problem. Right. Do you see that? And my mother, she's in heaven today, right. saw me preach the gospel before she went to heaven. Right. And you believe for your family, yourself, right. and said, I'm going to get them all saved, and you got them all touched by the power of God. Right. And it didn't always look like it would happen no. overnight. In fact, it didn't happen overnight. When I started talking to you about it, you just didn't want to hear anything about it. Well, but this, I didn't miracle didn't, this miracle didn't happen 14 days 14 out there. It didn't days. happen overnight. And then happened. there was still trouble after that rescue. But it happened. happened. But he kept moving forward and God got the glory for it. You know, Jesus told us in the world, he says, in fact, I went over to John chapter 16, verse 33, and I'm going to read it through your Passion Translation. He says, and everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you and give you, will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous, Hallelujah. for I have conquered the world. Now, this was a promise Jesus gave to his disciples and to us just as he was about to go to the cross. He wanted to give us words, words of encouragement. Trouble comes, but he always gives us an answer to that trouble. He gives us a pathway to victory. And, and that's what God wants us to walk in. Walk on the victory side. There's a trouble side, but we have a choice. Remember that sermon you preached? Walk on the victory side, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, but I was thinking about that sermon that you preached. That the I think we have a little mini book by The Battle May not life. be your choice. The, and the statement, you, it was called the battle of life, but the statement you used in that battle may not be your choice, but, but the, the outcome is. That's right. 
And that's a powerful truth. When God gave and me that, that day who, that, uh, that Paul was facing that storm with, was it 276 people on board on mm -hmm. that same storm in that ship? They had a choice. Amen. The battle was not their choice. Well, they had a choice to came. listen to him at the very beginning and didn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But thank God they listened to him at the end because no one lost their, their life. life. That's right. Now watch, that devil was trying you know, to kill Paul. You know, it's very sobering to think that our actions day to day could affect people's physical lives, whether they die oh, or not. So it's important to listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And many times that leading of the Holy Spirit will come through a voice of someone you're preaching. Maybe yeah. something we're saying today is speaking to your heart, giving you wisdom and direction for your life right now at this moment. Trust the Holy Spirit to guide your steps. He can get the voice and the message to you. Any, in many different ways, but if we're listening, we're going to hear his voice and we're going to recognize Amen. his wisdom and his direction. And you will hear, she's in St. John 16, if you go to verse 13, you've heard me say this on boardroom chats before. I base every decision I've ever made in my ministry on St. John 16, 13. Howbeit when the spirit of truth has come, he would guide you in all truth. Right. I'm going to show you something about the devil. The devil is interested in killing one man on that ship. Now he'll take them all out. But he wasn't interested in that owner. He wasn't interested in, in, in the center. He's interested in Paul. Paul was a target. You know why I know? I because when he got on the beach, the snake didn't bite the centurion. The snake didn't bite anybody else. Right. We got to get this guy out because he's shutting down my work. Mm. And you know what? Paul stood before Caesar. He did. Yes, God. And then when it was his time, he's... not Satan's time. Right. When it was his time. To go. Yes. He said, I yes. fought a good fight. Right. I finished my course. I kept the faith. Yeah. He said, and I have a crown in heaven. So even though Ooh. they were about to take off his head, he knew he had a crown Amen. in heaven. His head was still intact. It was there. Oh, yeah. You see, it's just the word of the living God. And it reminds me of Jesus. You know, mm -hmm. he even told them, no one takes, down, takes my life. I lay it down. That's right. He was Freely. In, in charge. Right. Yeah. So when you see that, I want you, and I really believe there's so many watching today, you need to start saying, I believe God. That's right. Now, at first you may think, I am being stupid. I am being crazy. No, you keep saying it enough to yourself. Don't say it to the other people. To yourself. <laughs> Excuse me, oh, I didn't mean to sneeze here. Watch it. I see the devil don't want me to say that either. Oh. <laughs> I believe God. What was told me? Now watch this. Hmm. Uh, you got to be listening to God so you can hear what He said. Paul had listened to an angel and he listened Kleenex to God. For you. Is something hanging out? No, just in case. <laughs> okay, just in case. <laughs> yeah, okay. When you understand that, I go before the Lord. What do you want me to take this ministry? What do you want me to do? How do you want me to do it? Now, me and Kathy, sometimes we have loud discussions. Uh, you call it arguing, but it's not arguing. We just have loud discussions sometimes. And uh, sometimes I listen to her. Sometimes she listens to me. But when both of us listen to God, it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I tell Kathy, you're not listening to God. You're not listening to God. And she said, Jesse, you're not listening to the Lord. But you know what? We come together and we say, let's work this thing out. And then, uh, you know what? We just need to pray about this. Instead of separate, let's just pray together, and all of a sudden we got our answer, and we go on, we go forward with That's it. That's right. You know this beautiful new studio. We're in Kathy's studio. This is Studio C here. Well, and she, uh, thank God, she allowed us to have one of her sets to do the boardroom. There's two chat. sets in Studio mm -hmm. C. The beautiful. boardroom sat, mm -hmm. set was the first one that was completed, and the first one that was taped from. And just recently, I've taped. Uh, in my studio, yeah, see the, the it's, it's white parlor right set, which is going to be aired, uh, I think, and later you ready in August. For this? It's all paid for. We all just believe God. And I'm going to tell you something. You're looking at over a million dollars to build this set. Not this. 
not the furniture, all this stuff you can't see, the lighting, uh, battery backups, uh, wiring. Cameras. They said about five miles more wire was laid in here to get all this stuff done, air conditioning. Oh, you name it, everything you can possibly think of. And our, our staff of. did all the work. Yeah, I mean, right. they double-dutied everything and worked and almost And I looked at Cephas, Cephas works fine. I said, Cephas, can you do this? He said, I can do that. You know what I thought? He can I never checked it anymore. I just said, let's just go do it. He probably it. had a, we're for sirs, I believe God. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So what do you believe in God for? What do you, what, what do you want? What do you need? What do you desire? What is God speaking to yes. you about? Yes, He gives you three things that I'll supply you need. If you delight yourself therefore in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll give you your wants. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Mm -hmm. and I, see, now that's spiritual, physical, and financial. Yeah. I mean, that works, not some of the time. But all the time. You know, Jesse, that day when Paul was in that situation, he was led to tell people, tell them what God had said. It's, we're, it's not always that way with us. Sometimes God no. reveals things to us, and we're not at liberty to say what he said. It was for us personally, right. maybe something to pray about. And that's wisdom there. You have to know when it's right to say something and who to sure. say it to and what the circumstances are. But the Spirit of God can lead you in that way as well. You know? Oh yeah, there's, a, there's lot a lot of people, times people aren't ready for your vision. Well, many people know that I flow heavily in the gifts of the Spirit. But a lot of times God will reveal something to me, and I'm thinking, well, he must want me to tell him. He said, no. I revealed it to you so you know how to pray for that person. Mm -hmm. I said, well, you don't want me to say nothing? No. I'll let you know if I want you to say something. So I don't get ahead of God, yeah, and I don't right. get behind. That's I right. drag my feet. I go both ways. What will I have me to do? Right. And just that simple, you know. And it's actually so simple, you need a good theologian to help you misunderstand it. You know, and people tell me, you know how many people have been telling me, I guess I must look tired to people. When are you going to retire? When are you going to retire? I don't think I have that word in my vocabulary. Well, it's a mindset that people have today. There's a certain uh, age bracket that's the retirement age. In fact, it's like the Social Security. They have a certain retirement age. Uh, people so. get They draw their unemployment or whatever. But when we're in the gospel, I don't think there's any retirement age. We draw age. their Social Security, not so, their unemployment. Excuse me. They don't speak Thank unemployment. Thank you for fixing that for me. Nobody <laughs> want to be unemployed. Well, they, some people. Anyway. Some, maybe some do. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> But I just think it is so wonderful that as we get older in the gospel, we become more valuable. Oh, and definitely. the enemy wants to take out people as they get older in the Lord. I oh. remember Brother Copeland was talking one time about how much wisdom yes, would be in the earth if Abraham Lincoln would have still been on the earth at 120 when those other presidents were there yeah. and how all the wisdom over the years that could have been utilized if they wouldn't have died prematurely yeah. for accident oh, or yeah. just sickness. But God wants us as we get older in him to be more productive, not well, less. Let me say this too. And if you're getting up in age, don't look down on the young people. Let no man despise no, thy youth. God needs in other all. words, if you if you're in your seventies or eighties or nineties and you hear a good preacher instead of going, Bless God, I can do better than that, what's the matter with you? I, I, I encourage that person, whether it be a woman or a man, be a blessing, see? In other words, the older you get, the nicer you ought to become <laughs> because you got more wisdom, right, see? So when right. you see a good preacher that God has anointed, my Lord, give him a compliment. Say, boy, the Lord has truly encourage blessed them. you. Right. Instead of saying, he's trying to take my job. <laughs> or he's trying to, you know, That's push me out and all that kind of craziness. No. Remember, believe God from the day you was born to the day you die. <laughs> Now, how you do that as a baby? I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing. You, you believe your mama, but then after a while, that little baby begins to make up its own mind and tell his mama what he wants done. Mm -hmm. And then you have to train up that child. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I love this story in the Bible. Every time I hear, I hear people give me some of their, 
worst tragedy you've ever been through, or whether it's spiritual, physical, financial, and sad to say, some people it's all three. Mm -hmm. I think about Paul on that boat. Now, you know, I just wish they wouldn't have went, but they did. They then did. I think, why 14 days? I don't know, the devil doing everything he had to blow him out the boat with the storm, and it wasn't working. Okay, let's break up the boat. We'll drown him, and that wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Nothing was working for the devil. Yeah, let's let's send, bite him. Let's send a, send a snake. snake to bite him. Yeah. And that wasn't working. And then working. it worked. It shook it off. Yeah. You see my point? Yeah. And when you understand it, it all came down to that word. Well, for sirs, be a good cheer. Mm -hmm. I believe God what was told, told me. to me. Now, let me ask you a question. What has God told you? Mm. Mm -hmm. What has he said that you have not done? Mm -hmm. You see, you need, to get, you need to get back on board with what God is saying. Yeah. Now, let you me know, tell you something. I feel like the Lord say this, Kathy. Yeah. I know that COVID thing is out there and all that kind of crap, but you shouldn't be afraid of that. I, I'm not making light of it. I know a lot of people have died. But you know what? Now, this is my personal opinion. Right. Throw it out. I think a lot of people died because, let me just say that a lot of our medical people didn't know what to do. It was a shot in the dark doing everything they can, criticizing over here, criticizing over there, you know, made people this and that. You know, I, you know, I believe that even though there wasn't a lot of time on the vaccine, Mm -hmm. But I also can trust some people that really want to do their job real good. Why does it have to be 10 years? Why can't it be 10 days? Well, it just depends on how smart you are, I guess, you know, if you, you go through those things. And I don't tell people not to be vaccinated or to be vaccinated. You're an American. You know, you do what you want to do. And you that are watching and you that are in the other countries, you do what you want to do. But I made up my mind that I'm going to believe God no matter what, no matter if vaccinated, unvaccinated, all that kind of stuff. And there's always somebody else trying to put a variant on it. Don't that sound like the devil? The Delta variant. Don't that sound like, well, bless God, the first COVID-19 couldn't get them. So let's mutate and try to get them again. Right, just, just like the boat breaking up, the man in the sea, <laughs> right. and the snake biting. Right, just like when the fear factor starts going down, mm -hmm. everybody wants to drive it back we'll up. Drive it so back up. throw more out there. Fear tolerated is faith contaminated. I will not, I will not do that. I will not have that in my life. Well, suppose you got it sick and you died. I go to heaven. You see, you don't think I'm full of cheer? Oh, yes. But I tell you what, death and life's in the power of my tongue. And the reason why so many people get, leave this world before is what they say hmm. instead of what they believe. Right. I have a good testimony go I want to read. It's a little longer one, but, and it's really precious. It's from Andrea. It mm -hmm. says, thank you, Jesse and Kathy. I watch your boardroom chats every week and always enjoy them. When you mentioned about people over 80 still having a vision, even if it's in a care home, I was reminded about, of my nan who lived at a care home and at 95 got COVID. I spoke to God about the situation saying that if I understood if it was her time to pass away, but he told me no, she was still being a blessing. Even though we had been un unable to see her for over a year, her vision was always to laugh and love. Her laughter and her love to others at the care home was a blessing to them and him. She beat the coronavirus so much corona. that the corona, excuse me, <laughs> the China virus. Anyway, uh, so much so that the team thought it had been a false positive. But she has recently passed on to be with the Lord, so her legacy still lives on. She, she beat the devil at his own she game. She did. Went on her and terms. she went on her term at her time. Yeah. I like that. Laughter and love. The two L's. Yeah. yeah. We have people watching that wrote in testimonies from Poland, Venezuela, Bolivia, Ireland, Uganda, Italy, South Korea, 
Diana says, I'm joining from Romania. Julia says, I'm a visionary from Germany. Praise saying the Lord. hello. And Chrissy says, God truly uses you to speak directly to our spirits and plainly that we understand. I love watching you interact with each other because my husband and I are the same way with each praise other. God. <laughs> we was, get that a lot. We get a lot. Yeah, Got praise the Lord. a lot of fun couples out there. Yeah, <laughs> we just enjoy ourselves. See, with these people, they're not just, they're taking time to write us a little note or to comment or whatever. And that's just such a blessing of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That tells me that we're doing right, Kathy. Mm -hmm. You know, when the Lord told me to do this, I didn't quite understand it. You know, brother, I love Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland, he said, go on every available voice. And the Lord spoke to me something very similar. Jesse, go on every available outlet, wherever it might be, whatever it takes to do what it needs to do, just do it. And the first thing I thought of, well, this is many, many years ago. I'm going to pay for all that. You know, broadcast television is very expensive. Uh, all this stuff. And the Lord gave me that statement in 1978. It's the greatest statement he ever gave me in my life. Jesse, I didn't ask you to pay for it. I asked you to believe for it. And I got a great testimony the other day. Mm -hmm. Finished out a visionary conference and a pastor was there. And he went home to his church. And on Sunday morning, he got up. He said, I have taken my vision, set it aside. He said, but I want everybody to know that this vision is going to come to pass because God said I didn't have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. All I got to do is believe it. See, he accepted that. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's getting done. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. You know, that comedian, get her done. <laughs> you know, that guy, get her done, whatever his name is. And that's funny when he says that, you know. And uh, when you understand, now this ain't, this ain't fun going through this stuff. But you go through it. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm -hmm. And he said, though I stop, build a house and canonize the place. You know, maybe one of the boardroom chats ought to deal with that valley of the shadow of death. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you a little hit. It's not death. It's just the shadow. It's just the shadow of it. The shadow. And you keep walking remember, through it. Remember that you crazy, don't stop, build that, a house. Uh, soap opera, dark shadows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh, and all that kind of crazy stuff. I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't watch it neither. I just saw it. <laughs> and uh, people, boy, some when people just came on, with I that. Flip, turn it. Yeah. So what are you going to do today? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to let God do what he wants to do with your life spiritually, physically, financially, morally, every which way? Every way. Will you do it? Will you let God just do something for you? Yes. You know, our theme to all our partners is, what shall I do for thee? Yeah. My God, what a blessing to God. And God's that is asking God each it. one of us that. He's a good God and he wants to do, he has so many promises already in his Bible. Over 7,000. In our Bible, yes. And watch that. I think we did a boardroom chat on Solomon. When he offered a thousand born orphans, and God in the same night said, God What do you want? Said, what yeah, shall I do? It? God asked him. You know, he didn't ask for no money. He asked for wisdom. Solomon did. But see, God is always more than enough. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm going to give you wisdom, but I'm God. also going to bless you. Oh, beyond, well, like no other man's ever mm -hmm. been blessed. Now, did he get off track? He certainly did, but I believe he got back on track toward I'd the like end of to his life. I believe that too. That's my point. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're off track. Now you need to get on track, see? How do you do that? By listening to what we're saying. And I'm not trying to uh, control you or be your master and all that kind of crazy. That reminds me of son. I have a spiritual son, a wonderful man, blessing of the Lord. And uh, it was doing one of the, I think it was Hurricane Katrina. And I, I knew him, but he was not a spiritual son of mine at all. Mm -hmm. And I called him. After up, the and it, sho it yeah. shocked him after the, after the storm. Right. 
And I said, do you need anything? And he was so shocked by that. Mm -hmm. Because his spiritual father was at, that time. at that time was telling me, you better bring some money to this place and all this kind of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I said this, you know, sir, you didn't have a, f a father. You had a master, a controller, just trying to, you know, um, that was hard to say. Yeah, probably it was hard, hard to say. Hard for him He's to made hear, you a slave. But he had to agree that was Now, true. you see, when God, when you call Jesus or the father a master, He's it's, a it's not a slave father. mentality. No. In fact, he gives you such will, free will, that he will not break it. Mm -hmm. In other words, you got a right to go to heaven, but you also got a right to go to hell. Why would you do that? I don't know. Right. But I'll tell you one thing, God, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Yeah. Why? For you, each and every one of you. When are we going to accept that? Mm -hmm. When are we going to just, just right. accept it? So often, I think, Jesse, that people judge the father or the life that we could have based on their own experience. And a lot of people have come out of dysfunctional families. Oh, Things haven't been good. But we, want, we have a hope for a good life, a good father with, has, that loves his children and wants to do good by them. Well, you said a hope. You know, that's why I believe in the rapture. It's a blessed hope. Yes. Because you see, you take out, Paul said, comfort yourself with these words. I'm not trying to get into an argument theologically with you. I know some people don't believe in the rapture. That's okay. I mean, I mean I'm not here to convince you of it. But I'm saying is, why would you, Paul said, comfort yourself with these words. Why would you take the comfort out? My God, mm -hmm. believe. Wherefore, sirs, I believe God that was told to mm. me. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. And I really believe it was good. You got anything else to I say? I love it. I was just thinking about so often when people have encountered the supernatural, when the Spirit of God came before them, whether it was in the form of an angel or someone, they'd often they said, fear not. Yeah. And so the battle is right there with the fear tactics of the devil when we encounter situations and would, would make us want to shrink back from declaring what God has said. But God wants us to let go of fear, shake it off, no matter how, what distractions comes, no matter what attacks come, and stand firm on what God has promised and walk through that storm and you'll come out victorious. You know, uh, he'll put his super on your natural. That's right. I'll never forget when I was a child. My favorite hero was Superman. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just couldn't wait to Superman come on television. Oh, we got a, uh, when it was, what do they call them, little comics? The comic, yeah. Oh, God. We call them the well, funny, funny books. Well, one time I tried to put Superman's super on me. You did. So I tied me up. A, a bath towel around my neck, uh -huh. and I climbed on top of the roof, and I just let her fly. And you were just, and you, you know lived in a flew? trailer, a little small trailer, yeah, you know still too flew? high. The, the towel was flying, but Jesse hit the ground like a brick. He liked to kill myself. I said, Mama, I was trying to be Superman. That's so cute. <laughs> you know? And then one time. I did I, that too. One time Girls I wanted, want to be Supergirl. You want to be Supergirl? I did. Oh, yeah. One time I was going to eat spinach because Papa, I made him strong. And I ate that stuff, and I said, I'd rather be weak. I couldn't eat that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that was, yeah. You know, you try all this. Now, I'm saying all that because you don't try these things. Mm -hmm. You do these things. That's what I want to leave you with. We don't try. We do. Mm -hmm. And we, we don't do. do it in the natural. No. The Spirit comes alongside of us to equip us and help us and undergird us Amen. so that we can walk through whatever attack may Amen. be coming against us because ultimately God wants us to come out victorious. So let me read that last verse 25. Wherefore, sirs, Wherefore, sirs. be a good cheer for I believe God that it shall be yes. even as it was told me. See, he was believing this was going to happen yes. before it happened. So start today.
you sick. Be of good cheer. Believe to be healed before you see the manifestation. Cheer up. You're broke. Believe that you're going to have finances before you get it. That's right. Don't worry about what anybody else says. Be of good cheer. Just be a good cheer. And that and means be very courageous God. is another translation. Ooh, and it will work not some of the time, but all the time. Mm -hmm. Thank you, partners, for being so courteous and kind to Jesse the Planet's message. Your faithful financial support has done so much. I say it on my broadcast television. I don't know if I've ever said it on, on social media. People, but maybe I have. I haven't said yes, that. I got have. people behind me. I think the I know what you're going to yeah. say. I trust you. Yes. You trust me. And we both trust God. Mm -hmm. That's a great statement. That's why we've never had a financial deficit. So thank you for your faithful support. Thank you for your prayers. And if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. I don't know how to do that. PayPal, mm -hmm. text to give, jdm.org. That's our website. But if you don't want to, don't do it. Please don't do it. Don't send something. You don't want to send something that you don't want to send. No, you want to do that with a good heart if you want to. Or if the Lord's speaking to you. But if not, then don't. Still keep watching the board. Keep watching, share and it. And be blessed. Share it with watch, someone else that needs to hear words of hope that will change their yeah, life. And watch God do, do some wonderful miracles. Until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying, we love you. We pray for you. will never be a day without prayer. And remember this. Thank believe you, God because it will happen what he says. That's right. Till next time. See you later. Bye-bye.